you know what China's Ministry of State Security is making people do? Like, imagine in America, you couldn't talk about COVID when the thing was high, or vaccine, or this is that you can get silenced. In China today, if you talk badly about their economy, they're deplatforming you and silencing you. Let me read you a couple different things that's going on in China. They're freaking out from the top. So in June, three finance commentators with 4.7 million Weibo followers, Weibo is like their Twitter, Facebook, and Medium combined, they were blocked by the platform as a punishment for, ready? Hyping up the unemployment rate, spreading negative information, and smearing the development of the securities market. The Weibo account from Weibo Finance issued an instruction against posting any comments that badmouth the economy and later they deleted it, so means they're worried about it. Bloomberg reported that several online finance influencers had been told by Weibo to avoid crossing red line and to post less about the economy. Weibo did not reply to a request for comment. China's Ministry of State Security published an article on 12th of December just a few weeks ago saying there was a need to sing the bright theory of China's economy, and in a separate WeChat, the same ministry said various cliches intended to denigrate China's economy continue to appear. Their essence is to use false narratives to construct a discourse trap and cognitive trap of China's decline in order to cast doubt on the system and path of socialism with Chinese characteristics. They're freaking out for many different reasons. We're going to talk about that today. So look, I've been in the financial industry since 9-11, the day before 9-11, and I've owned stocks, bonds, mutual funds, real estate, crypto, gold, you name it, I've owned it. But the one thing that's very important part of my portfolio all these years is gold. I love having a percentage of my net worth in gold that I have access to in case of many different things. That's why we chose to work with our new sponsor, American Hartford Gold. If you have retirement funds that you cannot afford to lose, American Hartford Gold will ship physical gold or silver directly to your door. Also, if you have retirement funds that you can't afford to lose, now is the time to call American Hartford Gold, a precious metal dealer you can trust. They have the finest products, amazing customer service, and a buyback commitment. They've earned a five-star rating from thousands of reviews and an A-plus from the Better Business Bureau. Tell them I sent you and they'll send you up to $5,000 worth of free silver on your first order. So text the word VALUE to 65532 or call 866-695-7074 or go to AmericanHartfordGold.com forward slash ValueTainment. So if you get value out of this video, give it a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. Why is China? You are so big, so proud. Why are you so worried, China? What are you worried about? Maybe it's because China turns negative for the first time in 25 years in what? In quarterly foreign direct investment inflows to China in billions of dollars. That is not a good chart when you look at this. Because since they've been part of the World Trade Organization, there's never been a year where people outside of China were not putting money in. It's negative. You know what negative is? Could be the fact that they're taking money out. Maybe millionaires are leaving China. You think that's really happening? Let's take a look. According to Millionaire Net Migration of 2023, these are the top five countries that are expected to see the most number of millionaires migrate in 2023. Look at who's at the top. China, 13,500, an increase of 10,800 in 2022. Then you got India that went lower, which means fewer people are leaving. Then you got UK that doubled. People are leaving UK. They don't feel safe. Then you got Russia. Then you got Brazil. But China is losing millionaires. Imagine you're living in China. You're like, all these billionaires want to leave this place. They're having a hard time taking their money out. They're trying to do a low-key saying, I'm leaving for vacation, but we're never coming back. Why are you going on vacation for two weeks, four weeks, six weeks, eight weeks, 10 weeks, five months, six months, one year? What's going? Are these guys going to come back or not? It's like billionaires that left New York and went to Florida. They're not coming back to New York. 
oh, they're going to come back. No, no, they're not coming back to New York. These are people that want to leave China. Let me continue giving you more numbers here. The real estate sector in China is 30% of their GDP. 40% of China's home sales since 2021 are linked to property companies that have defaulted. 40% home sales have fallen 29% across major cities. Property investment in the first 11 months of 2023 fell by 9.4% on year according to National Bureau of Statistics. Youth unemployment, imagine you're trying to get a job. This is what it looks like. This is not good. It keeps increasing. Youth unemployment in China from 16 to 24 every year has gone up. It's the highest right now. It's been in a long time, 21.3%. You got to get these people working. They can't get a job. They have a problem in China that is kind of you know, a good problem, but it's bad for the government. It's good for the people. And here's what the problem, imagine like total money supply we have in America. How much money do you think it is? It's roughly $20 trillion. We collectively, there's roughly $20 trillion, right? China has $40 trillion, okay? So you look at the 2M2 supply, you're like, wait a minute, China's got twice as much as we do? Yes, but they have a problem. What's the problem? China's people don't spend money. They're savers. Household savings continues to rise as Chinese consumers remain cautious. Look at this. 2021, 2022, 2023, they are not spending any money. So they're investing in real estate. It's the only thing pretty much they're investing in at the same give or take. But the consumers are saying, I am not going to be spending money. In America, we're like, hey, buy now, pay later, credit cards, send me more credit cards. They're not doing that in China. China's trying to force consumers to go buy stuff so we can make the economy grow, but it is not happening. They are not optimistic about what's about to happen to China. Okay, so I got to take this kid to soccer, but let me give you my final thoughts before we wrap up. So here's the last part. How do you judge success by a company or a sales organization or a sports team? Championships, sales, money being made. China lost 45 billionaires from 22 to 2023. That's 7.5% of their total billionaires they lost in one year. The world decreased only by 0.2% and U.S. flatlined in a number of billionaires. But China lost 7.5%. Why are you losing so many billionaires? Aren't you supposed to be the place that produces the most billionaires? Why are you decreasing? These are real numbers. And this is the kind of data that China doesn't want their people to see or talk about. And that's who they're silencing. I wonder why. Numbers don't look good. And that government, when you live in a country that's a communistic country, they can silence you at times. Having said that, if you got value out of this video, give it a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. I got two other videos for you to watch with China. One of them is China comparing to India because they are very much competing against each other. If you've not seen the numbers, you'll watch this. And the other one is the China's demographic. The average age being 38 years old, 39 years old. It's not a good look. If you've not seen this, this is a very big problem. They're concerned about. Click here to watch that. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye, bye-bye.